0: What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast, So this is our NXT review from the May 13th, 2020 episode, and we're going to jump right into this shit. This episode of NXT was pretty okay. It, it, It was a pretty okay to decent show. I wasn't the biggest fan of this show, but I really enjoyed the show. It wasn't boring. It was just like, besides the opening match, and the carrying cross um video package, and the um, main event with Thatcher and um Riddle, everything else in between. Like I, I can't really get into this cruiserweight championship tournament. I at this point I don't really care who wins the tournament. In my opinion, um, but that's just me. But we're going to get into the first match of the night, and it was for the NXT Tag Team Championships. And it was Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher taking on Fabian Eichner versus Marcel Bartel from Imperium. This was a pretty good match. This was a really good match. The spot the match that I really wanted to talk about that really shocked me, in my opinion, was there was a spot where Matt Riddle goes to give a monkey flip to um, Bartel. And as Bartel was flipping, he hits Thatcher that was like holding on the tag rope on the apron and Thatcher goes flying off and whatever. Then Riddle tries to go for like a tag or something, and Thatcher just like storms off. And he's like, You hit me. You 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 were supposed to knock him out and I tap him out. And then he got upset, Thatcher storms off. Then Riddle was trying to fight off Bartell and, and and Engner going like German suplex after German suplex, governance after governance. But then Imperium was just, the two-on-one just got to Riddle. It got to Riddle, and Imperium are your new NXT Tag Team Champions. This was a a really good match. It wasn't a, a great match, but it was, it was really good. It was a really good match. I was shocked, in my opinion. I didn't expect Matt Riddle and Thatcher to lose to Imperium, which I'm not mad that Imperium won, but I was just, it kind of like caught me off guard that they would um, give the belts to Imperium, but then after that they go to commercial, come back from commercial, Thatcher is, is talking to somebody in the back. He's like, oh, they asked him what happened out there, and Thatcher's like, Matt Riddle, I can't, I, I can't team with that guy. I can't team with him. Riddle was like, oh, just say it to my face if you got something to say, and then they start fighting backstage. Everybody comes out. They started like you know the typical pull apart brawl that WWE loves to fucking do, and that. And that was that. Um, I really enjoyed the whole flow of, like, the first, like, 30 to 40 minutes of NXT. I really enjoyed it. It felt smooth. And then they had l- little parts of storytelling that led up into the main event, which I really liked. Like, I really liked. I really liked that shit. Then we're going to get on to the second match of the night. And it was Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. This was a little... Pretty decent match. It, it, it was a decent match. Um, Indy Harwell had the upper hand for the majority of the match until um, Tegan Knox. said I think it was a uh, drop kick off the top rope, and then she hit um Indy with uh, uh, the Shiniest Wizard, and Tegan Knox picks up the victory. After this match, we get Matt Riddle backstage. He's on FaceTime with William Regal. And everything, and then they ask him. So, what did William Regal have to tell you? And he basically said that William Regal gave me the gave me a match with Thatcher in the main event. Then Thatcher comes out of nowhere, attacks Riddle, and then he grabs a TV from like one of the shelves and fucking hits Matt Riddle to shit with with this fucking TV, and then just like storms off and he just walks off. They tell him like, "Yo, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here, mo! What the fuck is you doing?" I I, I liked it. like that little thing just leading into the main event. I like little stuff like that to keep the story going, like one story going until it gets to the main event. I like when WWE does that, when they do it right, you know? After that whole little backstage segment, we get into another segment. Rhea Ripley is backstage, and she's cutting a promo, and all she basically says is that, yeah, Charlotte beat me at WrestleMania. I get it, but Charlotte... That title is not yours. The title is mine, and and the war that is only just begun. What, like what is your dad used to say? We only just begun, and Charlotte, and just and best believe we only just begun. And I'm coming back to take my NXT Women's Championship. I like this little promo from Rhea Ripley. I knew going into this after what, when Rhea Ripley came back last week and attacked Charlotte. After I already knew we were gonna get another match between Rhea and Charlotte. Hopefully, Rhea takes the belt off of Charlotte, so that way we could get Rhea versus Io for the belt, and Io could finally win the belt. And next week, it was announced that we're going to get Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. So I'm assuming Charlotte Flair is going to get involved in this one way or another. So it's either going to lead into Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte for the belt, or it's going to be a triple threat with Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair for the belt. Um, I wouldn't mind that. I... Just don't want EO to eat the pin. It, like, she doesn't have to win the belt. Just don't make her eat the pin if they're going to go with a triple threat. You know? That's, like, my main thing. Like, my main concern. Now, we're going to get into the next match. And it was, I think, Group A was fighting from the Cruiserweight um, tournament. And it was Tony Nice versus Jake Atlas. Um, I don't, even, I don't really know what to say about this match besides... Um this was an okay match. Jake Atlas picks up with a victory after hitting um Nice with a rainbow DDT. And that was basically it. The match went really quick. It just like you blinked, you would have missed it. After that, we get a segment with Undisputed Era. Adam Cole is FaceTiming Um Kyle and Kyle O'Reilly grew out his beard. Then Bobby Fish joins in the chat, and then Roderick Strong joins in the chat. And then, like, they're all talking shit. Like, yo, like, you great job on beating Velveteen Dream last, last week in the main event to retain your NFC championship. And then they're saying what they're going to do about Dexter Loomis. Then they all basically said, like, who is going to take care of, of um, Dexter Loomis? Like, on, on the count of three, just say a name. Then they go one, two, three. And then Fish, Cole, and O'Reilly said strong. And then strong basically said me, referring to himself. So I'm assuming. Either next week or the following week, we're going to get Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I, I can't wait to see it. Because Dexter Loomis is becoming my new favorite on NXT. I just want to see him in a more competitive match instead of like these weird squash matches, you know. So a match between Loomis and Strong could be fucking amazing. After that, they go to commercial. Comes back from commercial. And they show a video package of Karrion Cross. He's sitting down with Scarlett. And he basically says, like... That he is not here to shock any system. He is not here to save people from their black hearts. And that people better wake up from their dreams... Before I put them to sleep forever. TikTok. Like, that, that was basically the gist of the promo. And I really... I've really enjoyed that promo. Like, um, I'm assuming they showed the thing where um Cross attacked Champa. So I'm assuming even though he kind of subliminally threw out that he was gonna attack um Adam Cole or or Dream, but I'm assuming he's gonna go after Champa. So if that's what we're gonna get at um the thing that I'm going to announce next, then I'm here for it. Karrion Kross versus Tommaso Ciampa at a takeover or whatever, it's g- going to be a great match. I really enjoyed that promo. After that, it was announced like an hour or two before the show started that Triple H and Shawn Michaels had this major announcement and they're, they're talking and everything. And Triple H basically announced that, you know, since everybody is in their house and you can't be here and we're in your house now. Might as well just keep that tradition alive, shall we? So on June seventh, we're getting NXT Takeover in your house. It shocked me. I'm I'm kind of surprised because like the last, I believe, don't quote me. I think the last in your house was in your house St Valentine's Day Massacre. I think it was when um Stone Cold fought Vince McMahon in the in the um steel cage and shit, and then Paul White Big Show debuted. I think that was the last in-your-house pay-per-view. That, that was probably almost like, what? I will say like 20 years ago, 19, 20 years ago. That's a long time. So now we're going to get NXT TakeOver in your house? I'm fucking here for it. I'm fucking here for it. I'm, I'm really excited. And they used the same, like, font and logo from the old in-your-house. But all they did was just put TakeOver in the middle. Um, I'm really excited. I even know what to say. I'm really excited. The only thing I hope... From this pay per view is that they use the same or similar um stage setups that they did back in the day in, in your house instead of just using the typical full sale um big um screen and shit. But I'm here for it. I can't wait. After that, we get into a match and it was Finn Balor versus Cameron Grimes. Um to be honest, I couldn't really get into this match. Like I like Finn Balor. I just can't get into Cameron Grimes. There's just something about him that I feel like he's a a great wrestler. Like I, I would watch any match of his. Right? Like the match he had with Keith Lee for the North American Championship a couple of weeks back was a really good match. But it's just something about his gimmick and shit. Like I feel like there's something needs to change. Um I'm not saying he's bad. I just think he there he needs something else to add to his gimmick to, like, become the full package, you know? But not at all. This match wasn't bad. I just couldn't get into it. But during the match, while um, Finn Balor and Grimes were fighting outside, Damian Priest shows up and scares the fuck out of Balor. Balor hits him with a forearm. Then Balor runs towards Grimes, hits him with a sling blade, throws him... Grimes in the ring. As Balor's going to climb back in the ring, Damian Priest gets out his knife stick and hits Finn Balor in the back of the leg on his left knee. Grimes takes advantage, hits the stomp, and one, two, three. Cameron Grimes picks up the victory over Finn Balor. And if you listen to my NXT review from last week, I did list off names that who I think attack um, Balor, and, I, and one of the names were Damian Priest. Like, the list, I'm going to tell you the list. I said Walter, Dexter Loomis, and Priest. Walter, probably, they couldn't get him from the UK because he's probably over there. Dexter Loomis is probably going to do some shit with Dream and the Undisputed Era or whatever the fuck. So it just left one person, Damian Priest. And I'm here for it because Damian Priest is a really good wrestler. I'm not really a fan of his promos, but that's that. After the match, um, Priest gets a steel chair and Priest hits... Battler were from the reckoning on the steel chair. And as Battler is laying on his back and he's like selling the shit out of the fucking out of the move, whatever, Priest opens up the chair, push like the bottom like bar of the chair on Fitball's throat, sits down on the chair, and says, I'm coming for you next. Your ass is mine. Cause I want to live forever. And all the typical like promo shit that Damian Priest always says. So, I'm here for it. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest that take over in your house. If that's where they're going to go, I'm fucking here for it. I can't wait. After that, we get into another match in the Cruiserweight Championship tournament. And it was Jack Gallagher versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Before the match even started, Isaiah Swerve Scott's cutting a promo saying that he needs to win. And I should retire or quit wrestling if I lose to Jack Gallagher. <laughs> As. Isaiah Scott is making his entrance. Tony comes out of nowhere, attacks Isaiah Scott from behind, throws him in the ring, and then the bell rings. And this match went fairly quick. Isaiah Scott was trying to, like, hang in there, show that he still guided the fighting spirit. And then towards the end, Jack Gallagher hits Isaiah with a spinning elbow to the side of the head. And Jack Gallagher picks up the victory, and I think he is now 1-2 or 1-3 in the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. I don't really care. Just like what I said, I don't really care for this tournament that much, to be honest. I I don't know. I just can't get into the tournament. The next match we're going to get into is Caden um, Carter versus Aaliyah. This match, if you blink, you would have missed it. Um, Robert Stone comes out, and he's watching Aaliyah because they, they posted something on Twitter Saying, like, do you think um, Aaliyah should join the Robert Stone brand? So this kind of led into it. And I like that because I did say last week that because um, Chelsea Green picked up a victory over, I forgot who she picked, uh, over Zia Lee. Chelsea Green picked up a victory over Zia Lee last week. And I did say that I like um, Chelsea Green and I like the whole Robert Stone brand, but I feel like they need to add more people into the group or do something else with that gimmick. And I'm happy that they're trying to add. In more people into, like, this little faction uh, of, like, this thing. But Aaliyah did not look impressive. Robert Stone was disgusted. Um, Caden Carter puts Aaliyah in, like, this ankle lock or knee bar and taps out Aaliyah. And um, Caden Carter picks up the victory. After the match, Aaliyah is shocked. Robert Stone is disgusted, and Aaliyah is begging Robert Stone, like, please just give me one more chance. Give me one more chance. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Robert Stone is like, get off of me. Get off of me. And walks to the back and just in disgust that he wasted his time. I, I, now I want to see where this goes. I'm really interested to see where the fuck this shit goes. Next, we get a segment with the Garganos. They're in their house. They're eating dinner. Gargano is watching his match that he had with um, Dijakovic. From last week um, And it was a really good match It was a really good match And they're like chanting, They're like this Yeah I kicked his ass Fuck Dajakovic And all this Then um, Candice LeRae says that Like Mia Yim is Being given the world And being given opportunity After opportunity She had a match with 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 Charlotte Flair She doesn't even deserve it She don't even deserve it What about me? I've been the best Female wrestler, whatever she says, I deserve it. Where are my opportunities for the championship? Where are my opportunities? Then Johnny Gargano starts laughing and says, I, I I, completely agree with you. I completely agree. And he basically goes on to say that Keith Lee is too busy worrying about people basking in his glory instead of being champion. And he goes on to say, like, trust me, Keith, I know what that feels like. To get these cheap one-liners and the fans to get behind you. And then just in a split second, they turn on you. And they turn you into this evil, just evil human being. Trust me, you don't want to go down that road. Because they're going to turn on you. So I'm assuming by the promo that Candice and Johnny Gargano cut. I'm assuming at TakeOver In Your House, we're going to get Mia Yim... Versus Candice LeRae and we're probably gonna get Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee for the North American championship and I am here for it Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee I'm assuming if that's where we're gonna go. I'm assuming Johnny Gargano is gonna Win and become a two-time North American champion, so I'm here for that And we're gonna get on to the main event and it was Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher um, this match was great like at first I was like, why are they grappling so much? But then as it went on, this match was just amazing. I love th- this was my favorite match of the night. First the match starts off and they're grappling to start off the match. And they're just like they're going from some from submission hold to submission hold to arm lock to wrist lock and everything. They're going crazy. A spot in the match. Riddle goes for a German and Thatcher stomps on Riddle's foot and then Thatcher reverses and I think he gives him like a belly-to-belly belly or something like that, Thatcher tries to give Riddle an armbar, and Riddle picks up Thatcher, hits Thatcher with a sit-out powerbomb, and towards the closing moments of the match, Thatcher had an ankle lock on Riddle, and then Riddle tries to reverse it a couple of times, and as he reverses it for like the third or fourth time, Riddle manages to, to keep his balance and pin Timothy Thatcher, and Matt Riddle picks up the victory in the main event, then after the match, Thatcher is pissed off. He can't believe that he just lost to Matt Riddle. He is completely disgusted. Attacks Riddle, locks him in the, in the Fujiwana armbar, and then he's just holding that chin. The reference like, come on, Thatcher, get off of him. Get off of him. And to go off the air, Thatcher still has Riddle locked in the Fujiwana armbar. And that is the end of um, this episode of NXT. Overall, I enjoyed this episode of NXT. I wasn't bored. There was, uh, the thing I really liked the most was the storytelling, the gradual storytelling from the opening match and like the in-between segments with, with Riddle and Thatcher and everything. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the carrying Cross video package, um, the Gargano promo thing. I really I really enjoyed that. Uh, the announcement of TakeOver In Your House, June 7th. Can't wait for that. And this was a really good episode of NXT. Overall, I gave this episode, uh, I'll give it a 6.5 out of 10. It didn't get a 7 for me, but I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. But anyway, guys, that is the end of this NXT review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And if you enjoyed this NXT review, be sure to hit that like with uh, Stone Cold Stunner. And in the comments, let us know. Did you like NXT? Did you hate NXT? Did you even watch NXT? Or were you watching AEW instead? Let us know in the comment section down below. I go by the name unknown pipe bomb.